Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. If tens of thousands of people can sing along at a concert, we can hum along here on the Q102 Morning Show. That's right. I was looking down through some more of the MTV Video Music Award nominees just coming out, Uh. and it seems like Antihero is the big song that is up for all the awards. Karma, not in there. Lavender Haze, not in there. I mean, album of the year, of course. She's up for that, which includes all of the songs. Mm. Artist of the year, Taylor Swift in there. But I did love the Lover album, which I think if we do the math, there was the couple that came out during pandemic. So those kind of came out in a quick hurry. So it might have been the like third, third, three albums ago. That one's that one goes down as my favorite still. Okay. Well, how did the uh, friendship bracelet thing start? Uh, I, I believe it was a song, right? Is there a lyric in a song about putting on a friendship bracelet or something? I don't know that. Because now be they're honest. selling them on Etsy, and people are making bank as a side hustle. Oh, I'm sure. Uh huh. I can't remember what one mom already like fifty some thousand dollars she's made oh. selling friendship bracelets. <laughs> my wife has been. She got some kit. It's almost like they're weaving, in, you know, all the different kind oh, of yeah. classic. Is that the type? Is there a certain type here? Because I'm telling her, get busy, make some more. Get them listed online. <laughs> you know, we are going to have to go to our listeners for that. So yeah. you can text us anytime, whether it's about friendship bracelets or just anything on your mind. Help us out. We count on you for that during this show. So, so whatever it is, 320-235-1025. I've seen everybody, I mean, from like wrist to elbow, sometimes oh. people load it up, especially if celebrities are sighted in the crowd. Then everybody's giving them friendship bracelets. and You know, uh, Paul. Stanley of uh, Kiss, right? Uh, Paul is the star on his eye. Okay, yeah. I was uh, going to say, I probably couldn't pick him out of a crowd. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. He went to Taylor Swift with his wife Did and he? daughter, wearing a Taylor Swift shirt and friendship bracelets. It was like, <laughs> some, you know, you see him on stage in makeup and the, the, the goth look and all the explosions and stuff. And there he was, Taylor Swift. <laughs> I love that, though. The best celebrity sighting was not Channing Tatum just from a few nights ago. You talked about that, which was really cute. He took his daughter Mm -hmm. and there's been a ton of them, but just look up the Flava Flav Taylor Swift appearance. It looks like he is having the time of his life and friendship bracelets. I mean, forget the big clock he used to wear Ah. around his neck. No, Ah. it was friendship bracelets like loaded both arms. Oh, my gosh. See, those, some of those are... It's so cute. They've got big beads. They've got the letters with names. That's a little different than what my wife's been making, though. (laughs) He's still got a clock, not quite as big as the clock that I'm picturing. Yeah, from back in the day. Well, you know, he's he's getting older. (laughs) You can't be howling around that clock. Put your back out. (laughs) You have to to downsize the clock. Going to need cortisone (laughs) injections in his neck. When you wake up in the morning... The best way to wake up is with Tim and Laura. Every morning, the Q102 Morning Show. Go back to, say, I don't know, 1980 and ask somebody this question. Tap, insert, or swipe? And <laughs> what are you talking about, right? You know what I mean now. We're talking well, about credit do, cards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a, a favored way of doing it? I used to be a swiper. I hated when the chip started and you had to put them in because then you got to wait, yeah. wait, wait. So then I start doing other things, loading bags, and then all of a sudden, beep, 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 
it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. It like screams at you, like, get your card out now. I'm like, well, I was waiting. So I just like to wow. swipe and go. But then yeah. the tap became very, uh, very appealing. Handy, yeah. I think the swipe yeah. is going out. I can't remember the last time I swiped, unless the machine was uh, like broken. As Top Fan Catherine says, it confuses me because they all have something wrong with them. Everyone. True. That is true. You, you try to. Insert? No, that doesn't work. Well, swipe it. No, that doesn't work. I better try to tap it. I get you. I hear you, Catherine. Now, Dawn said uh, she taps because her bank told her that when tapped, the store gets less of your information. What does that mean? I don't know what that what means. Information? Do, is there anybody out there who's a banker who knows what? In, I mean, the, obviously, you got to get the uh, account information. The, the number and it's me and then the, the money transfers. What else? Do they know that I have uh, two dogs? They... Uh, but, well, they probably do by what you're buying. All the little toys uh, that's and the true. little treats. And they're like, <laughs> yes, good oh, you're Tim. Okay. Yeah, what other information are they? I guess. Yeah, what else would be on there that wouldn't be from the other method of yeah. swiping, tapping, or inserting? It, it seems hmm. that your billing address would be known whether you tap or insert or whatever. I, I don't know. Would the merchant know that? Do they just have the credit card information? Like, they wouldn't have all of your information because that's going know. to the credit card. I don't know. Well, uh, bankers, text us, 235-1025. Yeah, um, personally, I start with an attempt to tap. And that's not 100% yet. You know, you hold it on there. Wait, well, no, hold mm-hmm. still. No. Some tell you, don't move it. Some say literally tap it. And, okay, well, go ahead and insert, and then that doesn't work, and we end up. Well, I'll just I'll just take your information. <laughs> that's maybe that's just my luck, I guess. But I do like to tap and go. Apparently, I'm able to set up my watch to be able to just kind of yeah. swing by the tapper. Uh-huh. Oh. I feel like technically I I'm comfortable doing that. I'm not so sure yet uh, philosophically. I don't wear a watch. I also wave my arms around a lot when I'm talking, so I'd be paying for everybody's everything around me, and that's probably not a good thing. Well, look at that. My $200 grocery bill was just paid by somebody. Thank you, Laura McKenna. It's Q102. Yeah, there it is, Nickelback. That was our backwards song today, a throwback on Q102, because it was released this week, 2005. Songs like that put you right back in a place. I, it just occurred to me. Well, first of all, Nickelback is laughing all the way to the bank on you people that claim to hate them. Right. They're like, hey, this cat, this <laughs> yeah. check cash is the same whether That's you hate right. me or you don't. So right. thank you very much. Second of all, I cranked that up here in the studio. I apologize to you, Laura, if that was uh, blasting your ears on the headphones, too. But also, this uh, alleged dislike of the band was really pre-social media, even. How did so things like very... that spread back in the day, you know? I'm trying to think. I don't know. It, I mean, people must really dislike them because <laughs> I... there wasn't just like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to like that and, and join that group and whatever that people do all the time now. So I'm going to say know. all of the people who guessed it correctly when we did the game 15, 20 minutes ago is an indication. And also, I was feeling the little crank of the volume on the cars on the way to work here today. I felt that. Or if you got a push button, whatever it is, I felt the volume go up. You're waking up with the Q102 Morning Show. Uh, I don't want to pat myself on the back, but everybody who's had me sort of run their dreams through my 
dream analysis process have been like, oh my gosh, that's pretty right on. Yours uh, involves... Is there a wedding involved? Because you're an official. A wedding, yeah, a wedding and specifically organ music, which I thought maybe you infiltrated into my dream because I know that you've played organ at yeah. church services yeah. and some weddings. <clears throat> so here's the here's the dream I had last night. And I think I know a lot of why I was having this dream. I like to pride myself on being very prepared for all of my ceremonies because it's everybody's biggest day, right? Your wedding is a big deal. And so your officiant should know what they're doing. And so in this dream, I was officiating a wedding. And right before the ceremony, I thought, oh, no, I have to go to the bathroom. But I said, oh, I'll be right back. I'll just be real quick. Well, then it turned into quite a longer bathroom break, if you know what I mean. All of a sudden, I'm in the bathroom mm. trying to get myself together, trying to get out of the bathroom. And I hear the organ music start. And in this dream scenario, I was not only officiating the wedding, which I normally do, but I was also playing the entrance music on the organ, oh. which I could never do. And so I don't know where that came from, but I thought of you. And so, all right, I'm scrambling out of the bathroom because I'm thinking, oh, no, there's starting. They're walking down the aisle. I'm not ready. I have to go find the robe I'm going to wear, the clergy robe, which I don't normally wear for services anyways. I just wear, you know, a nice dress. And then I had to find shoes. Couldn't find the shoes. Uh. Got the robe on. So now I'm running up staircases and winding hallways and trying to get to the altar barefoot because can't find my shoes. I finally make it, I think, just in time to do the ceremony, but I'm out of breath, so now I can't even speak. Uh, what a what a weird dream. And so this leads into, I think I was telling you, in real life now, not dream life, I have the first of five weddings to do this weekend because August is jam-packed, yeah. and I feel like I'm prepared. I don't know why I'm having not nightmares. That wasn't a nightmare well, dream, but it definitely was like, whoa, is this a sign of something's going to fall to shambles at the ceremony this weekend? Everybody has that dream where something about what they do for work like doesn't work that day. Uh, the mm-hmm. radio people all talk about how it's six o'clock. They're supposed to go on the show. They're not ready. They don't know what to say. They don't even know how to turn on the mic. The clock is ticking. There's silence. There's alarms going off. That's just a, you know, I need to do well sort of dream. So I think there's some of that going on. I, I've taken some of the uh, key imagery. The fragments. Here. OK, good. Yeah. Well, the bathroom and all of that symbolizes purification and self-renewal. You may need Mm. to uh, do a cleanse emotionally and psychologically. Because now the Im- imagery is almost never literal. So, and you need to know if this fits So it's fits not like I'm life. really going to have to, oh no, no emergency no. poo right before this wedding. So okay, good. Cleansing yourself emotionally and psychologically. To, to dream that you're in a church suggests you are speaking guidance or seeking guidance. Perhaps you've made some past mistakes which have set you well, back. Well, don't I know it. Hey, don't I know it. How many engagements <laughs> before it took? Uh, what uh, else here? Okay. Uh, with proper support, you can get right on track again, Laura. Okay, good. The, the staircase good. symbolizing change and transformation. I think this is all, all there's together. all a theme there. Yeah, okay. Hearing the organ represents, well, a connection to religious views, but also maybe a metaphor for representing <clears throat> a, 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 a male body part. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
Uh, well, that no, would be Oregon. interesting in the yeah. middle of someone else's wedding That's ceremony. Oh. Like, hey, put that away. <laughs> the bare feet represents independence and freedoms. Perhaps you have mm-hmm. taken a step in the right direction and are contemplating goals on your next step. Now, in my mind, I'm seeing you, you're taking the right step now is that you've married Alex. Mm-hmm. All of this is in the past. So the next step is where in the heck are we both going to live? Because we're, we're apart. This is a lot to sift through. I was just thinking, yeah. is something going to go wrong this weekend at the ceremony? That's you where know, my mind went. We're getting very deep. Almost never literal. Now, I don't, <laughs> well, that's good for this couple's sake. Well, you think about that. But are we okay. like, are you going, yeah, you know, you know, maybe there's something to that. I can see your, your mind churning. Mine, very quick one. And I don't even know how to look up. The only thing I remember is I was trying to cover a sleeping person. I don't know if it was maybe my daughter, young, okay. with a blanket, and I had it crooked, and there to save the day and straighten the blanket was Tom Cruise. He's... <laughs> I mean, help me think about that one for a little bit. Is there anything he really can't do? (laughs) So, yes, I'm sure he would be like, don't worry, Tim. I got got this. this. I'll show you how to straighten that blanket. (laughs) Oh, what's your dream? Okay, quickly. My dream analysis site, I thought, well, it's not going to have Tom Cruise. It'll probably be if you dream of a celebrity. Tom is actually about the only celebrity. It says, if you dream about Tom Cruise. Oh, how funny. And it has the blanket part, and I think it totally makes sense. I'm going to try to unpack some of this here on Q102. (laughs) Stay with us. Well, bear with me here on my quick dream analysis of uh, Tom Cruise appearing while I'm trying to put a blanket on what I think is my daughter. And I, it was crooked. It wasn't covering her feet. And then in swoops Tom Cruise to show me how to straighten it. Was he in his bomber jacket and his aviator shades, too? No. Like a, no? a nice sort of button-down dress shirt oh, uh, nice. tucked yeah. into slacks with a belt. like He he would tuck it in, right? Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah. That's Tom. And I think I know what's going on here. If you dream about <laughs> Tom Cruise, it depends on your personal feelings about him, what it means. Oh, so if you hated him in movies and right, in, right. in real life, then that would have a whole different feel. Like, oh, Tom thinks I'm inadequate at yeah. blanketing my own daughter. Of course he does. But you like him. So well, what does that mean? I mean, I feel like I have liked him enough. But just in the last week, I've been seeing a lot of TikToks and reels pop up of him in public and stopping to chat with people, sign autographs, do interviews. Very yeah. polite, very kind and accommodating. So I guess I'm feeling, hey, well, I like, I don't know what he's like at home, but in public, he's very, very nice, it seems, of these videos I've been seeing. So that in mind, my feeling of him being nice and kind, of course, he's going to swoop in and help straighten the blanket that I'm trying to put on my daughter because he's kind and he knows how to do everything. Yeah. I mean, well, there is something to say about that. This must be the week for weird dreams because Alex had one too. I don't even think we need the dream analysis machine. I think this is a genuine fear that is creeping into my husband's mind. In his dream, a mama cat brings in two litters of cats, kittens into our household for us to care for. He's like, and I have them in my arms. We're bottle feeding them. He's like, please don't do that. And that was in real life. He said, please, we we can't do all these kittens. I'm like, one cat, one cat. 
Chad is joining our household. He's like, I know you, though. I so don't we, know. We got to draw the line somewhere. Where that would come from. <laughs> Go read the story a couple down on Facebook about their uh, free cat. Yeah. Oh, gee, yeah. why would he be thinking about that? I don't know why that uh, dream fears are coming through. <laughs> You're listening to the Q102 Morning Show. And these are pop music headlines. Hmm. I don't know if this goes to court all the way or if this gets settled to make it go away. They always say, Alex reminds me. Now, of course, he did go to law school. But I said, listen, I've watched a lot of court TV and I can make my own judgments. He said, just because someone settles doesn't mean they're admitting to guilt. Well, and I said, really? Because that sure doesn't seem like it to me. But- Vinny Politan has said that on his show. Well, that kind of yeah, looks to uh- me like they're guilty. Well, and Vinny does have a law degree, so take that, Alex. All right. Uh, There are more allegations surfacing now against pop star Lizzo. When the first three came forward, former dancers filing suit against Lizzo earlier this month, accusing her of sexual harassment, weight shaming, and creating a hostile work environment, I said, let's pump the brakes for a second. I would like to know more. You know me. I have questions. Get this, then. On Tuesday... Just yesterday. Today's Wednesday, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Lawyers for the dancers said that they were reviewing complaints from at least six other people who toured with Lizzo. Maybe not exactly the same complaints, but here are a couple of them, including allegations of a, quote, sexually charged environment. Mm -hmm. And... On a different note, failure to pay employees. Okay, well, no, I mean... That it almost seems like you'd be able to prove. Look, that might be a little bit more provable, right? right? Like, where are my pay stubs? Uh, Oh, I don't have any because I was not paid. So the rep for Lizzo not commenting on the new allegations just yet. Again, I would like to know more. But now we're up to nine people. The first ones. So the reason I dug out that song, which we haven't heard in a while, To Be Loved. There's that line, how am I supposed to love somebody else when I don't like myself? Because that was a lot about she's been body positive. Look, I like me for me now. And I, you know, I've got a line of uh, whatever, swimwear and big girl sizes. So th- to have people say that Lizzo shamed them for gaining weight, it's like that didn't seem to fit. But now some of these other things, I don't know. Yeah. Again, if it settles, we may never know. But if it goes all the way to court, I'm definitely going to be watching this one because I need to know more. You're waking up with the Q102 Morning Show. Yeah. Ah. Does that bring back memories? Ah. I still remember. Like I said, slow dancing somewhere in the mid-90s junior high dances. Oh, yes. Came out in 93, so that's 30 years ago. My daughter was a big. She was four. She she was a big fan. I remember we got her the little Texas greatest hits for a birthday. It was her favorite. Like at five years old, she loved little Texas. Again, uh, that's tomorrow at the Renville County Fair. A uh, free show once you've paid your gate admission. So you know that's seven bucks <laughs> for little Texas. You know, now I'm going to a concert tonight in uh, Minneapolis at the State Theater, Boz Skaggs. And so I'm not going to be in tomorrow. I might have to take Friday off now and go see Little Texas, too. Little uh, Texas. Is that all right with you? I can't <laughs> believe you're going to miss your In the Kitchen debut. Oh, why? That's Because that's we great. have the chocolate taste test results. While I was in studio, 
We did some filming and we did a lot of chocolate eating and we will determine the best milk chocolate. And we had some big contenders. When you were gone one other time, I think is when I first heard about the Mr. B's chocolates. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Eric might have been in studio and he said, oh, when you come, mm. we have to we have to go to Mr. B's. I'm like, listen, I will never pass up a good taste test, especially if chocolate is involved. Yes. So that was one of the contenders. Then some grocery store brands. I brought a candy bar from Green Bay at oh. one of the chocolate shops here. And we have the results. We didn't know them when I left town. And Grace from the front office did some tabulations, and they don't let me add anything, as you well know. So you're going to miss that tomorrow with the In the Kitchen tip. <sighs> so sorry. But what I'm going to mm-hmm. get to here, in case you were wondering, here's one of the big boss gag songs. The Lido Shuffle was the early 80s, maybe at 80. Remember this? Why do they think that that was like an Elton John or a... Because he's just that good. See? (laughs) Sorry. Uh, (laughs) But speaking of songs that hurt your heart and you go, oh, Boz has one of those that I know I'm going to be a blubbering mess tonight. Okay. You remember the movie Urban Cowboy? That's old, 70s. I remember the title. I can't place the plot well this was the like the love song from it my heart this is boss skaggs are you gonna cry tonight oh gosh or tomorrow i'm about to right now when is the show tonight tonight hope they never end this song it's just like you need one of those little pocket packs of Kleenex just in case. Yeah, I gotta to skip ahead to. Look what you've done to me! Like, ah. Uh. Anyway, I know you're going. What? That's so old, but it's so good. And I get. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard that before. And his his background is kind of jazzy. A friend of mine who used to work here years ago went last week in another city. I said, "Please tell me his band is as tasty as I have to believe he will assemble." And he made a bunch of flames, like smoking hot so band. Good. The dude is seventy three, but he's gonna was, have a good band. I was just gonna say, I want you to be ready because there have been some other people who listen to this show that have seen some legendary uh-huh. artists back in the day and then go when they're in their 70s and their 80s and go, yeah, yeah maybe shouldn't have done that. I just yeah. want you to be ready. But uh, maybe not. Are. Maybe this will be good. No, I'm feeling like uh, okay. this one's... And I agree. Well, there was one uh, uh, Alan Parsons project, but it's bordering on sad. He did have a great band and mm-hmm. that, that helps. It was bordering on sad. We always say to these sort of older C-list artists i just hope it's not sad and i don't think it's gonna be i'll text you either thumbs up or or uh, sad after the show so you know tomorrow. Okay. so i uh, i'll see you friday yes i'll be messed up yeah. so you just have to keep letting me know well day believe me <laughs> we've been messed up all year i know see you then the q102 morning show podcast join tim and laura weekdays from six to nine